Amen, y'all. You can always tell an undercover agent of the devil. Because when they get corrected, they fall off the scene. That ain't nothing but an undercover agent of the devil. That's a crook on their way to hell. <laughs> Amen. A crook. That wasn't my. Go back. Go back. Yeah. You rebuke the wicked man, you're going to get a. Get, put a word blind there. You're going to get a block. Uh huh. Yeah, see that? Stay a blemish. A block. They're going to put a stain on you because they got rebuke. Ain't no more to curl. Watch this. Reprove not a scorner, lest they hate you. I don't rebuke so many folks that walked out the door with hatred in their heart. Listen, it wasn't me reproving, it was God. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Because God was reproving the action that they did so their soul can be saved. Y'all hear what I'm talking about today? So let them hate me. They hate me, they hate God. But you rebuke our wise men and they will love you. Why? Because you told me. Good God, Lord. You told me how to be saved. Amen, somebody. I remember in my home church, I got rebuked almost every time we came to service for a month straight. But I thank God for the rebuking, though. Because it let me know that somebody loved me. Come on, somebody. And let me know that God loved me. Y'all know what I'm saying? And let me know the pastor loved me. I had to have somebody to love me, to help me get to where I wanted to be. I said I wanted to be saved. But watch what's going on. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be yet wiser. Why? Because he received instruction. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of what? Wisdom. Of wisdom. Pull wisdom down. My Lord and my God. Skillfulness. Wisdom wisely and witness. So now I can be skillful. Oh, Lord, I feel like preaching this in here. Go back there. My Lord, the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. My Lord, 
and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. I'm about to hear something. For by me your days shall be multiplied. The years of your life shall be increased. If you be wise, thou shalt be wise for yourself. But if you scorn this, you alone shall bear it. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knoweth nothing. Hold up. Oh, let's go back. That's all I want verse number 10. Go to Psalms chapter number 19. I'm going to try and help us today. What does it say, y'all? Uh, uh, verse number 7. The law of the Lord. The law is God's permanent fixed rules which you and I, we can't change.
God for his people. Statutes, oh Lord, are the obligations of God's people. All right. Rejoicing the heart. The commandment. Put a word commandment down. These are the prescriptions. Command with divine commands. Collective the law, collected is the whole word of God. The ordinance is the precepts. The commandments of God, my brothers and sisters, are God's prescriptions or God's directions concerning particular matters which he once observed with reference to circumstances as they arose. Let me repeat that. The commandments of God, my brothers and sisters, are God's prescriptions or God's directions. See, when you go to the doctor and they give you a prescription, the prescription comes with directions. Take one pill before you go to bed with a full glass of water for 10 days. Now you did it for five days and you started feeling better. But you didn't know that sickness was still inside you. Just waiting to flare up again because you didn't kill it all. You were supposed to take it for 10 days. You did it for five. And after five, you thought just because you felt a little bit better, that sickness was completely out of your system. It was still in your system, though. <laughs> it's the same way with sin. You think just because you've been in church a little while, you're doing pretty good. So you become at ease in your spiritual life. In relation to the prescription or the commandments of the Lord. Which is Peter. And it will enlighten the eyes. You understand, right? That's wisdom. Go down. The fear of the Lord is clean. Endure forever. Don't ever let nobody tell you that serving God is wrong or that you're too young to serve God or that you are square because you're in the house of God. You tell them you're alive from pits of you tell him I thank God that I'm in God's house. Amen. I thank God that I'm serving God. With all of my faults, I thank God I'm still coming through the doors. Why? So that the word of God can clean me up on the inside. The judgments of the Lord are true 
and righteous all together. So them folks down there in hell right now ain't got no excuse. Luke 16 and 19. Let me, let me read this once again. The judgments of the Lord. The judgments of the Lord are true and they're righteous. I can hear people talking about if God is love, why would he send folks to hell? Go to hell and prepare for the devil in the name. I'll show you what. <laughs> I'm so sick of folks using God has a footstool. Then shall he say also unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into what y'all? Listen. Hell. is not a place to go for temporary satisfaction down here. Because that's everlasting fire. My Lord and my God. Give me that light. Notice. What was it say, y'all? <laughs> Give me that light. Prepare for who, y'all? You think I'm going to hell that was not prepared for me? Let the folks on Facebook see this too. <laughs> oh Lord, it's starting to get hot. It lasts in less than 10 seconds. That's what's going to happen to all these folks that's in hell. And all of y'all, if you don't get right. I bet if the Lord let us feel the effects of everlasting fire, I bet, I bet, I bet the whole church would, would, would be packed. <laughs> On Tuesday night Bible class, not just Sunday morning. On Tuesday night Bible class, y'all. I bet if the Lord just gave you a feeling of the effects of hell, that, that, that get hot after a while. I bet these young boys wouldn't be shooting each other. Okay. Amen. I bet, I bet folks wouldn't be acting fool. Everlasting fire. Prepare for the devil and his angels. Those are all those angels that follow after the devil. Now, some folks say, I'm not going to say. You know, the Lord just gave me a revelation on this today and yesterday. Folks talking about, I'm not going to give the devil no glory by saying his name. I'm going to say his name. Amen, somebody. Because the Bible said his name. Come on, somebody. Amen. When you confront a spirit, you got to confront it head on, not trying to beat around the bush. Talking about the adversary. No, the devil. Satan. 
Satan know I know who you're talking about. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying? Because see, I might have more than one, and you might have more than one adversary. Everybody, somebody. You might have some adversaries on your job. So when you say adversary, amen, Satan can still come on in. But when you say Satan, Satan, devil, I want you to know I'm talking about you, amen, and you alone. I stopped saying adversary. And these, these folks are so holy. I'm not, I don't even give him no glory. You ain't giving him no glory. You confront him head on and let him know I know your name. But I know another name that's greater than your name. Come on, somebody. Amen, somebody. I know a name that's by the name of Jesus that every knee is going to bow and every tongue is going to confess you are Lord. I know a name. How many of know a name but that Jesus? Come on, do you know a name named Jesus? Do you know that name? That name is named Jesus. There's no other name on the heaven given among men whereby we must be. What's his name? Jesus. Amen. I know that name. That ain't nothing but a trick of the devil. Here folks, giving the devil all his glory. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't say the name. I, I don't. I don't use his name. I don't want to give him no glory. When the Bible says. The commandment of the Lord is pure. Opening up your eyes. You read it out the way. Yeah, you read over to that one thing. Luke. The devil is so smooth. He'll have folks. Yeah, yeah. Don't, 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 don't call my name. Just say adversary. And when you say adversary, you still give the devil room to come on in because you have not confronted him head on. I, I, I know. On Grand, that lady used to come in, she wore all black. She came in, she only came in during Sunday school. She would sit down and she would sit just like this. Her head, she'd be looking at the floor. I don't know what she'd be doing. Her head would be down, y'all. Every Sunday morning. So that week before, the Lord dealt with me on demons. And so I got up. The Lord, no, I, I didn't get up. The Lord led me to get up to do Sunday school that morning. So here I'm teaching on demons, and here she go. That demon inside of her wasn't stuck me. <laughs> but when I pointed at her, at that demon, and I said, you trying to destroy this ministry, that demon lifted up that lady's head, and her face had a smile like the joker. You know, the joking back there? And out of her mouth, that demon spoke and said, yes, I am trying to kill this ministry. God let me know right then and there. You can't play with demons trying to beat around the bush. You got to confront them head on, just like Jesus did. <laughs> Amen. So ain't no way. Hey, 
better call him like he is. Let him know I know your name. Satan. Deceiver. Devil. Uh, unless you confront the demon head on, it's going to stay there. I don't care how much scripture you quote. <laughs> that demon going to act like it ain't never heard nothing. How you look? Because that's what happened to me. How many of y'all remember that? That suit back there, remember? Here it is later. That demon. That lady had a look, a smile like the joker. <laughs> I said, you got to go on there. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. Because the devil will sin, folks. But Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen. Now watch this. What do you do, y'all? Highlight that, because that's a big one. Let me get some more matcha tea. Y'all don't need, y'all drink green tea. If y'all don't drink green tea, you don't know what you're missing out. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I, I drink all this pop and, and, and all this, this shittery stuff. <laughs> Doctor already said I got high cholesterol, so I guess I need to start working out. <laughs> now my stomach looks like it done been down a little, a little, a little bit. <laughs> No, them folks that know me say, you, you done gain weight. A, a, a brother that go to church in Illinois, hey, yeah, I remember you. You done gain weight. <laughs> <laughs> he fared sumptuously. Highlight every day to me. Every day. In other words, he had a good time. Listen, as much as I preach Jesus will help you, and he will, but if you take that and run with it, and think Jesus is just going to do it all, then that's going to be your mentality, fair substance every day. You got to give God something to work with, which is what? A willing heart. Lord, I'm a crook, but I have a willing heart. I want to be changed. Amen. Amen, yo. If not, you're going to fare sumptuously every day. You're going to have a good time practicing your sin. Let, let, let me show you the end result. See, folks don't want to hear about hell. But can I tell you something? If you're going to preach the gospel, you're going to preach everything. The death, the burial, and the resurrection. He fares 
something there. He had a good time. Couldn't nobody tell him what to do. And there was, now, here is a type of a sinner. Go back up. Here, fair, selfishly, every day, that's a type of a sinner who has no restraint. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus. That's a type of a saint. And a beggar, scripturally, is one that asks for aid. He was, I mean, beggar named Lazarus, not the one that Jesus rose, which laid at his gate full of swords, my Lord and my God. I'm laying at the gate of the Lord's house full of all of my sin, asking the Lord, Lord, cleanse me from my secret faults. That's what he did. He was laying at the gate full of swords, begging, asking for some help. I want to tell I help folks. Because folks are full of swords. Full of swords. I'm going to preach you. Thank you, Jesus. All swords. All swords. Full of swords. There it is. Go back. And desiring to be fed with the crumb. That's all he wanted was some crumbs, y'all. He wasn't asking for, amen, a plate full of food. He just wanted some crumbs. Lord, give me the crumbs of your word, amen. I know the crumbs of your word will help the sword that's bound, that's holding down on the inside. Desire, that's all he wanted. To be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his. The dogs were the only ones that would give him comfort. Oh, Lord. The dogs, full of swords, desiring some crumbs which fell from the rich man's table, the only ones that would comfort him are the dogs. Anybody ever seen a dog? Here, uh, here's a sick person, and the dog come over, start licking him. Anybody ever seen that? Mm -hmm. That's what happened right there. The dogs came and started licking his swords, giving him comfort. That was the only way. The rich man was too busy having a good time in his sin. He wasn't studying. But it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Here is paradise, a type of heaven. Heaven itself. The rich man also died, and what happened, y'all? And was buried. But here's where we get to the nitty gritty. And in hell, he knew what? Now, Jesus, there was one someone talking about Jesus did not teach by hell. Yes, he did. Amen. 
Now he gives us a glimpse of the inside of him. Now I want everybody to ask yourself this question. Is my sin that I'm practicing worth me going here because I'm practicing it temporarily? In other words, is what I'm practicing worth me going here forever? Now notice, number one, he lifted up his eyes, being the what, y'all? In torments, we always think hell is just fire. Huh? Number one, he was in torments.
but they still playing their shows. Then folks in hell have a conscience. Where the Bible says your worm, which is your conscience, never dies. Your conscience is right up here, your memory. God let folks know this is why you're here, because you didn't serve me. You fared sumptuously every single day. You had a good time. You would not submit yourself to my will. I gave my son to die for you, but you took that lightly. You still did what you wanted to do. Amen. Amen, y'all. You still prayed. Yeah, you prayed, and I heard you. Amen. But when I came to rescue you, you did not receive my rescue. Do, do you feel sorry for folks in hell? Everybody got the same chance I got. Everybody got the same chance you got. Now why the Bible say, save your He said, remember, remember in your lifetime, you received good things when, when you was alive. You fed shelter every day. Could have could This man was at your gate, just wanted some crowds. You still wouldn't be. You wouldn't stop nobody. Couldn't nobody tell you what to do. Remember, in your lifetime, remember, in your lifetime, you received good things, and likewise, Lazarus, evil things. Watch this. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. Help me say, you reap what you sow. That's scripture. You reap what you sow. Sow to the flesh, you reap corruption. Amen. A preacher that don't preach this ain't doing nothing. I don't major on this, but I got to tell you. Now watch this. Beside all this anyhow, it's too late. Between us and you, there's a great goal fixed. So they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. Listen, once you die, you don't lock yourself out eternally, forever. Now, I wish it was the purgatory, like the Catholic folks say. And maybe, you, maybe your prayers can, you know, Pray me out of here. <laughs> or pray me into heaven. See, see, hey, folks got to realize you can't play with your soul. You got one soul. You got one soul. Your soul is a part of God or the part that comes from God. God want it back. And how you or who you worship. Now you ready for this? The flesh cannot be saved. The only way that I can be saved is through the Holy Ghost, pull up that scripture. He became powerful to become 
sounds okay. Say no. no. 
No. That what he said. He said, if, 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 if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said, unto, if they don't hear Moses or the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from them. If they don't hear Moses or the prophets, I don't care how many folks rise from the dead, they will not repent. Why? The word of God. Faith in God's word. Not what you see. Because what happened is it'd be just like 9-11. All these folks started praying right after 9-11. But as soon as everything winded down, there are the same old folks that's praying is in the nightclub. They got their temporary fear. Temporary. Temporary fear. God wants fear of him. And the fear of God is not I'm afraid of God. The fear of God is I respect God. I respect God so much that I'm willing to obey. That's respect. Go back. Let's go back to Proverbs or Psalms, whichever one we left off on. Psalms 19 and verse number 10. More to be desired are they than gold. The law, the testimony of them, the statutes, the commandments, the fear, the judgments of the Lord, those, all those things, my brothers and sisters, it is one, two, three, four, five, those six things are more to be desired, go back up, than gold. Yea, than much fine gold. Sweeter, those six things are sweeter than honeycomb. Honey and honeycomb. <laughs> Moreover, by them is your servant one. You see that? Moreover, by those six things, is your, are we warm? See, the word of God comes to warn us. It comes to build us up. It comes to encourage us. There's many things that God's word does. Wrapped up in those six things, the law of the Lord, the testimony of the Lord, the statutes of the Lord, the commandment of the Lord, the fear of the Lord, and the judgments of the Lord. All those things come together to warn us, and in keeping of them, there is what? Great reward. How many of y'all want a great reward? I want, I want a great reward. Tell me, being, being, being saved is boring. No, it's not. I enjoy the Lord. Amen, y'all. 
معايا And he 
clearly saw what he did, he said, I betrayed him. And this man went in and threw money. And they said, what is that to us? You see it to it. What's done is done, man. It was too late for him. So he went and killed his own sin. And that's what the devil wants us. That's how smooth. You know, that word Satan means adversary or deceitful. He's cunning. He's so smooth that while you're doing it, oh, it feels so good. It's so much fun. But when you get done using it to rebel and disobey against God, he snatched the blindfolds off, and now we see. I don't know why we feel guilty after we don't sin. <laughs> Amen, y'all. I wonder why almost every time that we feel that we sin, we feel so guilty. I wonder why we weren't feeling guilty when we was doing it. I tell you what, because the devil did it just like Judas. Uh, we didn't feel guilty until he snatched it off. You ready for this? And then in the middle of us doing it, if you had the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost would say, don't do it. But because he got a blindfold, keep doing it. So we push the Holy Ghost away and keep doing it because of that desire. And when he gets done using us, he snatches us off. And here we go again. Watch verse number 12. Go down. He says, cleanse. That's the name of my son. His Lord, cleanse me from secret faults. There it is. Cleanse me from secret Those are those things that are hidden or concealed. 